Okay, hey friends. Um, I hope everyone is doing okay, at least. Um, needless to say, it's been an interesting couple of days. Um, well, months, but a couple of days. So I hope everyone is practicing self-care and doing all sorts of things to make sure that they are doing as well as they can be. I hope everyone is getting good sleep and staying hydrated and staying healthy and going to the gym and doing all the things that make our bodies better, which make our minds better, which make our hearts better. So, um, great. So I want to jump right in. I want to start and, um, say what I always say, which is, hi, friends, please know that every question that I answer today, either something that someone has shared with me um, prior to our conversation or a comment that someone puts below, um, everything that I answer, I only answer to the best of my ability. I answer based on my knowledge, based on the offices that I've worked in, based on the offices that I create based on the colleges that I teach at, based on all the experiences I've had. So please take everything with a grain of salt. If what I'm saying does not resonate with you, don't listen to me. If it does resonate with you, great. I'm so glad. Um, so here we go. I'm going to start right away. I just want to make sure that this link was um, shared on my wall because I feel like not so many people are joining us tonight, which is totally fine. But I just want to make sure that everyone is there. Okay, great. Perfect. We are shared. Um, great. So I had several questions that were sent to me before office hours started. But if you have a question for me, if there's something that you um, want to know, please feel free to uh, write in the comments below and I will get to you as soon as I'm done answering these questions. So I kind of want to start. This is not so much a question to begin with, but it gets to one, which is this. Um, I had the wonderful fortune last night of going to see a show at the Musical Theater Factory. Shout out MTF. You guys are doing great work. Um, I saw a great show last night and while I was there I ran into a fantastic and wonderful young talent who I think is tremendous, Melissa Rose Hirsch. She is great. Um, and we were talking about thank you notes, which is something that I have talked about on Office Hours before, but I really did just want to retouch on this a little bit because she and I stumbled upon something together. She and I were talking about thank you notes, and I was encouraging her to write a note to someone, and she was like, well, isn't that a little bit like brownstoning? And I was like, brownstoning? I don't know what that is. And we realized what she meant to say was brown nosing, but I'm so obsessed with the term brownstoning that I am going to make it into a hashtag and we're going to make it do all the things because brownstoning to me is a much more powerful term than brown nosing. Brownstoning to me is brown nosing with a purpose, brown nosing with stones as it were. Um, Here's the thing about thank you notes, and this is what I was talking with her about yesterday that I really, really, really want to reiterate. As you guys know, I am the first person to say that writing notes to offices are is probably not the best way to communicate with people, um, the best way to um, create a relationship with someone in a casting office or an agency or a manager's office, per se. But I am someone who believes that if you have a very personal interaction with someone in a, an audition or in a meeting um, and you feel like you really want to thank someone for the work that they did or something that, that you learned, you want to tell them something that you really learned from your time with them, that taking the time to write a note, a handwritten note, is always, always always important. Um, and I think there's a difference in writing a note uh, every every time you get seen at an open call to be like, oh my god, thank you so much. You don't need to do that. That's not that's not the gag, honey. But the, but the most important thing to do is if you leave an audition and you feel like the CD or the associate or the music director or the accompanist or whoever was in the room, if you feel like they did something that was special for you, you really feel like you had some sort of personal interaction with them, it's really, really, really important to write them and tell them thank you because so many people who sit on the other side of the table are never, ever, ever, we're never going to get applause. Um, we very rarely get thanked, um, and yet lots of these people are providing doors to open for fellow artists. And so if you can thank them in a meaningful and purposeful way, I'm totally, totally on board. This is what we call brownstoning, though. When you have done something and you have... Um, 
done something courageously. You've asked someone, you've, you know, I call it making the ask, everyone calls it making the ask, but when we talk about it, um, if you've made the ask, right, let's say you asked someone to really, really help you get an appointment, let's say, for an important audition that you really want, you made the ask, and that person did something for you, they were helpful to you, they got you the appointment, they put you in contact with somebody, they did something special, you must thank them. This goes across the board, any industry, any job, anything, whatever it is. If you make an ask and someone pulls through, you better thank them. You better send them a note. You better handwrite a note. You can send them something more than a note. The most meaningful thing someone can do for you is to help connect you with opportunity. And if you make an ask and someone pulls through, it is the most important thing you can do to say thank you. So that is like my PSA for the day, brown stoning, which is brown nosing with a purpose. Um, and, and stones, balls, you know, do it on purpose. Um, I love it. I'm into it. I love it. Um, the only, the only other thing I will say about thank you notes is, where was my brain going? My brain went away. It's back. Um, is to, uh, really, really, really think about, um, who you're sending it to. If you're sending it to a general office, make sure that um, you take the time to make sure it gets addressed to the right person, right? Don't just send it. If you know you're, you really want to thank the associate who helps you in this moment, make sure that it's not just to the main office, it's to that person. So that's, that's that. Um, I'm going to move on to another question that was asked of me uh, beforehand. Um, but again, if you... Oh... Yeah, 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 yeah. Great. I just got another question. So many questions. Best day ever. Um, so I just want to answer this question. If you have any questions, though, friends, please feel free to put them below. I will get to them as soon as I can. Okay, so one of the questions that was asked to me, which I totally love, um, is how do I make myself stand out in a networking situation? How important is style and appearance versus being well-spoken and organized? All right, so... You guys know I, I love to talk about networking. I think networking um, gets a bad rep, and I think we need to change the way we think about it in terms of strategic friendship making, strategic community building, um, and also just the importance of deepening relationships that you already have. This is the best way to network. However, if you are going to an event, <clears throat> if you are going to cocktails, if you are going anywhere, if you are going to get a cup of coffee, <laughs> um, I, of course, always think that it is important to put your best foot forward, whatever that means for you. Now, my version of what I look like best, and um, clearly I'm not talking like Tony Awards garbs, friends. I'm not saying you need to look like that at any point in your life. But um, when it comes to networking, you you know the old saying of, like, you only get to make a first impression once. It's, it's wildly accurate and, and wildly truthful, and it's a cliche for a reason, because you really do. You only get to make a first impression once. And so I do think it's very, very, very important that you take what you're wearing seriously. Um, and to some of you, that might seem very trite, and I I don't fault you or disagree that you're allowed to have that opinion. But whether your opinion... I'm not here to change your opinion. I'm just here to say that it's true. How you adorn yourself. I only, I get very into this because this is what I, I wrote my like thesis on in college. Um, how you adorn yourself matters. The way that you perceive yourself is usually how you adorn yourself. And so no matter what that looks like to you, for me, it looks like one thing for you, it's going to look like something else. But what that does is it is, it is, a huge part of the first impression that you make on somebody because when you take care of yourself when you make yourself feel like the best version of yourself other people can feel it too and I know from my perspective when I'm feeling schlubby and I haven't taken a shower and I have no makeup on and I just kind of look like a mess and I haven't gone to the gym and I'm wearing clothes that I should have washed three weeks ago and I meet someone I'm really upset about it because I know that I don't feel great and that means that their impression of me is never going to be exactly what I want it to be. So a huge part I think if you're going to do a networking event and that can be anything again that's going to a party, going to a, a cocktail reception, going to an opening night, going to one-on-one -on -one to have a class with someone that's a networking event 
that's a networking event. Going to, you know, Actors Launchpad or Actors, you know, any of these places, Actors Connection, to take a class with someone or to meet a manager or an agent, right? These are networking events. So do not show up for a class. I'm not saying you need to show up for a class in a Chanel suit, ladies. I'm not saying you need to, you know, show up in a three-piece Tom Ford experience, gentlemen. But you are making a first impression, and at some point, style does play into that. And I'm not saying people get cast because they're wearing beautiful, you know, designer dresses. What I'm saying is how you walk into a room and what you are wearing does determine what people perceive you as. As a CD, you know, anyone who works in casting will say, like, what you're wearing informs um informs how you are perceived. This makes total sense, right? This is why we have costume designers, because they create costumes that make us think of a time and a place and a type of person. So, be the costume designer you wish to see in the world. I feel like that is very, very, very important when you're trying to make a first impression. Now, this uh, the question really was, how important is style and appearance versus being well-spoken and organized? Now, nothing in the world makes me more irate than seeing someone who looks very put together and is doing all these kind of things and then they are constantly touching their hair or saying like or saying um or any of these you know isms that make men and women look smaller and less than they are um and it can be charming sometimes and if that's something that you do and you feel great about it then own it and just let it be a part of you but i do think that being well spoken and organized is a, the sexiest thing in the world, B, the most hireable thing in the world, and C, the most memorable thing in the world. Because when people, you know, show up for parties and networking events and they aren't those things or they get plastered and start talking about other people or stop being thoughtful about who they might be speaking to, these things, these things can bite you in the but later in your life. Because of course, as you all know, you never know who you're talking to right now or who that person will become. So I think the best thing you can do in any sort of networking situation is to show up dressed in a way that makes you feel confident and comfortable. And again, in all honesty, if that means you're wearing sweatpants and a t-shirt, but you walk into that space and you are just like in it to win it and this is who you are and that's exactly the best way you're ever gonna feel, do it. I mean, who am I? I'm not telling you to show up in pearls. I will show up in pearls because that's what makes me feel confident. But hey, girl. Hey, Ashley. How are you? Um, but, you know, in terms of, of networking, you've got to do what makes you feel most comfortable, uniquely you, and most put together. And I will say, this is something that, you know, I was talking to a client about the other day. They were like, well, how do I get networking opportunities, blah, 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 blah. We, you know, we've gone through that several times in my office hours, but what I will say is every single morning when I wake up to get a cup of coffee in my neighborhood and I leave my house, I run into three people in this industry, like a rock every time. And inevitably when I wake up and I don't put my face on and I look like a mess in a dress, I run into 15 of them. Every opportunity you just never know could be a networking opportunity, um, on the subway, I can't tell you how many times I get on the A train at 145th and I see six actors on the platform ready to get on that train. Now, you just never know who you're going to run into. So take care of yourself. Be confident in yourself. Take time to adorn and dress yourself in a way that makes you feel great every day. Um, these seem like common practices, but I feel like a lot of people don't do it. And, um, and it's only going to help you. Um, however... As I've said before, I don't care if you show up in sweatpants, if you have something intelligent to say, if you are well-spoken, um, put together in your, in your mental capacities, you know how to have a really interesting conversation, then I, I will see past it. However, you might not be the person that I walk up to at the event to say hey to initially. And, and that might be my own craziness, um, but it's it's true, I think, pretty much across the board, and, and I've found this in multiple careers and multiple times in my life and multiple communities, and it's pretty much the truth across the board. So I think I answered that question. Let me know um, if I did, if I didn't, um, and I'm going to move on to the next question I got, which is 
not not the same, but in, it, kind of in the same vein. She says, um, what should my business cards look like if I want to promote myself, not just as a performer, but also as a professional? Okay, now this is my jam because I love helping people design business cards. Um, oh, I, sh I should have gotten mine out. Um, I might grab them in a second. So here's the great thing about business cards. If you are a performer, I 100% need you to have a picture of yourself on that card. If you're a performer um, at all, even voiceover, even if no one ever sees your face in real life, you got to have a picture on your business card first and foremost. Because if we meet at a random place, if you meet someone and it's, it's a four-minute conversation, that doesn't mean someone doesn't totally enjoy your time. Um, but I love, love, love to have your picture in the palm of my hand. So when I get back to my desk and I'm throwing things around um, that... I know who you are. I can remember you from that random encounter that we had that one time. Um, you know, the things that should be on your big business card, if you are a performer, if you're an actor, is your picture and your website, which you must have, and your direct contact information. Here's the thing, though, that I will say, if you're going to make these business cards as a performer and not as a, as a professional. Now, I believe that you can have your picture on a professional business card, too. I do because it's a huge part of my identity and my brand, if you will. Um, so it makes sense for me to have them on my card. A lot of professionals don't want to have um, their picture on their business card, but for me, it doesn't detract in any way. It just makes it easier for someone to know you. However, if you are a performer and you have made these business cards with your headshots on them, you do not need to include those excuse me, in any mailing submissions, especially if the thing that you are submitting is your headshot and resume. Let's take a beat. I think some people think if they put their business card in uh, a submission, then maybe the smaller business card will make its impact someplace else. Don't waste your money. Stop wasting your money. If you are sending a headshot and resume, which is your picture and your contact information, we don't need your business card. It will be thrown away and you will have wasted your money. Some people put their business card in handwritten thank you notes. Um, if you are writing a handwritten thank you note, nine times out of ten we probably know who you are because we called you in for an appointment. Um, and so I, I just don't know that you still need to put business cards in any mailings. If you don't think that works for you, if you really, really, really want to reinforce who you are um, with your, with your mailings, great. I just want you to know in pretty much every office that I can think of off the top of my head, if you send in a headshot resume and you send a business card, you're wasting your money. Um, but handing out business cards is such a, a wonderful tradition in our world, but also really, really, really important to have them. I cannot begin to tell you um, how vital it is to have them because so much of this industry is based on opportunity and opportune moments. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've sat down at the theater and met somebody very interesting sitting next to me who has an interesting story, who um, is uh, wants to work with me or just know me or, or vice versa. And when you don't have a business card to hand them, um, it gets tricky. And lots of times things like Facebook, which is like the best way at the bar, right? We're like at the bar, we're hanging out with people. We're like, what's your Facebook? And you like put them in your phone. When you're working with other professionals, especially people, let's say, over the age of 40 who um, may or may not use Facebook, A, most of them probably do, but you might use it for something different and don't want to connect with people on a business level or people who are 25 and don't want to connect with people who are business acquaintances versus friend acquaintances. Um, to have something in your hand, in your wallet that you can hand them that has your contact information and your little face, your sweet little face, um, it's just really, really, really important. So I cannot begin to tell you how important that is. Go to Moo, M-O-O, like what a cow does, Moo.com. They have great business cards, really, really, really beautiful. They are the square space of business cards is what I like to call them. Everything is a clean, sexy design. Their prices are really affordable, um, and it's just so important. I cannot tell you how many times I've had a moment before I got my, what we, we all lovingly deem my trading cards, um, before I had them and I would meet people and just so bloody wish that I had something in my pocket to 
talk with them about, uh, or to talk with them about, to give to them, because we had been talking. Um, so, yes, I hope that that answered your question. I think it did. I'm going to check it again, though, just to make sure. Um, I want to promote myself, not as a promoter, also as a professional. Okay, so here's the great thing. If you are a performer and you also have another job, you want to um, make yourself a professional, you want to look professional. The great thing about something like Moo as well is let's say you want to make some cards with a picture and some cards without a picture. Um, if you go to Moo, you can create like packs of cards. Some of them can have your headshot or whatever photo you think represents you best, and some of them don't have to have it, which is fantastic. However, I feel like so much of our world is becoming about personal identity anyways within our business and our professional business. So if you're a part of a company that's not giving you um, your own business cards and you are trying to sell yourself or you're trying to meet other people, I just don't see why having your face on it wouldn't be an issue. Um, unless your face is something that you're not super excited about right now, which is totally valid. Um, but you can do one of those packs where you get some with and some without. So I really encourage you to look into those. Um, the other thing that I was asked, hold on, I'm just going to pull it up. Oh, so I got asked a question, and again, friends, please feel free to write any questions below. I say I'm going to stay on from 6 to 7, and I will stay on for that hour because I have said so. Um, but if I don't have any questions, I'm either going to have a dance party or I'm going to ramble for an hour. So please feel free to ask anything. Nothing is stupid. Nothing is dumb. Any and every question will be answered within the hour. So if you have anything, please Put it down here. Um, okay, this one, though, is very, very, very important that I got. Um, and the question was something along the lines of, how do I manage my time after a show meeting people and talking to, like, the right people after a show? Okay, this is... This is tricky waters to navigate, and clearly it's very different if you are in a Broadway show where you have a green room that you can bring people to and you can talk to them, and sorry, or if Dear Evan Hansen, a blue room, as it were. Um, but let's say you're doing a show, like last night I went to see a show that was um, produced by MTF, and it was uh, downtown, um, and it was, it was a great show, and, you know, after a show like that, where it's more of like a workshop experience and people are all seated around and half the people there um, know the performers, it's like how do you manage who you talk to after that kind of show in that kind of setting? Um, and it's it's really tricky to navigate those waters. Clearly, you're going to gravitate toward your, towards your friends first and towards people who come up to you and are like, oh, my God, you were amazing. And, like, great, you should do that. But if there are people there that you know in some way have some sort of clout that can, um, that can only serve you if you kind of make them more of a part of your community, you really do need to make those people a priority. Um, you know, those chances come... In some, for some people, they come a lot. For some people, they don't. And so, you know, your friends are dear, 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 kind, sweet, wonderful people. But if they rush you and you see there's someone that you know you need to talk to, let's say it's a CD or it's a producer or it's a director that you've always wanted to work with or it's a composer who's there or just someone who you really admire and you want to say, hey, thanks for being here. I appreciate you. If your friends rush you and they're like oh my God, let's talk about the show. Who's that cute guy? Blah, blah, blah. Like you have every right to look at them and say, I love you. I will be right back. I have to go talk to this, this person. And you absolutely should do that. You really should do that because nine times out of 10, those people are not going to come to you. Um, not because they don't want to say you're great, but because either they're talking to somebody else or they came kind of scouting and they, they don't really want to chat. Um, and so, you need to take the initiative. Here's the thing that I just find like absolutely mind-blowing. And I suffered from this for a very long time. And sometimes I still suffer from it a little bit, but not so much anymore. This notion of like, oh, they don't want to talk to me. That person doesn't want to talk to me. It's like, they wouldn't be here if they didn't want to talk to you. And they would walk away. They would walk away. People love to be told they did something great. 
right? Like, who doesn't like to hear a compliment? This is the thing that blows my mind when people are like, oh, I don't talk to celebrities. Okay, if there's a bodyguard involved, don't try to talk to this person. But if someone does something that you admire, nine times out of ten, that person is going to love hearing that they did something that you admire. And especially if that person is not an actor who gets no credit, you know, for what they do for their their normal job, take the time to say thank you for coming. Take the time to say, oh my goodness, what a pleasure. It's so lovely to meet you. I've always wanted to meet you. Or, oh my goodness, I really admired your work on that thing. You never, ever, ever know how meaningful that's going to be to someone. I, ha I had a friend the other day who um, is also a yoga teacher, and she was saying that this choreographer who she loves came and took her yoga class. And after the class, she went up to this woman and, and told her, you know, hey, you don't really know me, but I, I think your choreography is so powerful and I'm, I'm really grateful that you came today and, and shared this class with me. And the woman who is choreographing something huge right now got very emotional and was so grateful and said, you know, thank you so much and I knew I came to this class for a reason and that kind of thing. That's so important. Um, and if you are doing a show and there are people there who are kind of hanging out, take the time to talk to the people who you do not talk to every day because you just don't know, A, who they are. If you don't know who they are, but they're kind of hanging out near you and want to say something, take the time because that person is either going to be a fan, which you're going to need more of, or uh, someone who can further your career, which can only help you, or is someone who has something to say to you. These things are all great. So that should be priority number one after a show. Um, and I know, like, in your brain, you probably think, oh, of course, it's so obvious, Kate, that's so, you know, whatever. But it's, it's, it's not. And I cannot tell you how many times I go to see things and I'm, like, hanging out waiting to try to talk to somebody and they're just, like, chatting with their besties. And I think, like, wow, what a waste because I want to help that person or I think that person was tremendous and I want to get a feel of who they are as a human and what they might be like in a room and... And they're just like, oh, my God, what bar are we going to? What? And that's great. Like, go to the bar, honey. Hang out with your friends. But, like, you need to utilize the time you have in the best way that you can, especially when you're in a theater. So I hope that answered your question. Um, if it didn't, I have no more questions right now, and it's only 6.30. So does anyone have anything that they want to chat about today? Um, I know that people probably aren't thinking about this kind of stuff right now because the world is crazy. Um, but I'm here and I'm a free resource and I'd love to help. Um, I can just kind of chit chat about some other things right now. If uh, I don't have any questions, again, please feel free to ask. Um, dance party? Zach, do you want to have a dance party right now? I'm into it. I'll put some music on for a second. What do we want to dance to? What do we want to dance to? Let's see. I know what I want to dance to. I want to dance to a little Paul Simon. Let's see if you can hear this. Can you hear that? Can you hear it? I'm going to dance until there's a question. What? Do you guys know this song? Am I old? Paul Simon? Come on now. My partner says I do this dance a lot. Um, how am I, Ben? I'm so great. Thank you. I wish that was the question that I could answer about um, the industry, but I'm so grateful that you took the time to ask that question. Um, do you know this song? this for me you book the job like you book the job in a second oh I just got a question oh goodness okay you can call me Alice going away all right I hope you all enjoyed my dance party this this hair which I call Eloise has now come out you're welcome all right the question that I just got is um how do you manage to upkeep your looks on a dime this is actually a really really great question um, oh, and I have another question, too. Amazing friends, see? All we have to do is put on Paul Simon, and people are like, all right. Um, okay, so in terms of being an actor and trying to upkeep your appearance on a dime, since we talked about how important appearance really is, um, when this person is saying, like, how do you do your nails or your hair or your clothes or anything? Um, 
this is a very good question. And I think that people um, think they have to spend a bajillion dollars to look like a bajillion dollars, and you really don't. Um, the one thing that I will say, hold on, I just want to read this question really fast. What's a good, well, that was, I'm going to show out of town right now, a really good regional theater. Thank you, Zach. Paul Simon is inspiring. So we're going to turn this job into some meetings with folks in the city. Great. Zach, I'm going to get to your question in one second. Um, so it, to answer the question about taking care of yourself on a dime, um, we live in a great time to be alive with this thing called the Internet, um, which I love, um, that has so many incredible ways to take care of your skin, your body, uh, free workouts. There's a really great app that one of my clients turned me on to that I'm obsessed with called Seven Minute Workout. Um, it's a free app and it's these really high intensity seven minute workouts that you do like three times a day. Your body is going to feel amazing. I cannot recommend that app enough. Seven minute workouts. Free. It's game changer. Thank you, Jen Eden. You are a treasure trove for teaching me about that app. Um, but in terms of like aesthetic, I am of the camp that if you take the time, women especially, to go to a place like Sephora and have someone do a makeover on you and you figure out what works really well and what doesn't for you, um, you only have to buy products one time for like seven months and create a face. Um, and that can be the thing all the time. Something simple, something pretty, whatever it is that you like. Um, that is one way to manage things on a dime. Don't continue to buy products that you don't need. In terms of clothing, I I used to be a clothes whore, and I still kind of am, but I'm getting better about not wasting money on trendy things, of just buying specific pieces that you can wear over and over again. However, that does not mean you get to create an audition uniform. I swear to God, I can't with the audition uniforms, friends. When you are going in for the same people multiple times in a week or in a month, you cannot be wearing the same outfit every time. And that doesn't mean you need to spend a million dollars on multiple items of clothing. First and foremost, you know, audition style is changing a lot. Um, and you no longer have to wear a dress and heels to everything. Um, you no longer have to wear, gentlemen, you no longer have to wear a button-up shirt and like black slacks to everything. Um, so, oh, hey, Joel. Um, so, you know, in terms of thinking about what you should be purchasing, um, I guarantee you, you have things in your closet that you can make work for auditions that aren't going to cost you a million dollars and and shows since so many shows now take place in contemporary uh, contemporary experiences contemporary life you know you don't most people in those things don't wear beautiful dresses all the time now again though if that is your aesthetic y'all know my aesthetic is 1950s silhouette dresses and Audrey Hepburn so for me that totally works for me and I get everything I own on discount or I rent it that's the real truth. Everything in my life is rented, um, which is another great way to deal deal with stuff like this. Uh, Rent the Runway Unlimited is an incredible service um, where you can pay a flat rate every month to get unlimited options of clothing. It's pretty tremendous. It's something that I do. Um, I hope that answered your question a little bit. I want to get back to some of these business questions. Zach asked, um, I'm in a show out of town right now at a really good regional theater. Good for you! Oh, I saw what show you're in, and I'm so excited. I feel like you've done that show before. I feel like you did it at Golf Shore before. I think I'm right. Um, but I'm excited that you're doing it, whether it's first time or not. Um, is there a good way to turn this job into some meetings with folks in the city? Great. Um, so, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I wish I knew a little bit more about exactly what project it is that you're working on and where you're working on it. Because um, I think I know in my brain, but I'm pretty not, I'm not totally positive. Um, however, oh, I'm right. I knew I was right. Ha <laughs> ha. Ah, it's like I do this for a living. Um, great. So in terms of like turning it into meetings with folks in the city, I'm assuming that you are talking about meetings with managers and agents. Um, and... I think if you're doing work that you're really proud of right now, yes. Oh, wait. Let's, yes. St. Louis Rep. What a great, what a great space. Zach. 
crushing it. Way to go, dude. I'm so, I'm so proud and impressed and excited for you. Um, so that's a great show. It's a great role for you. It's a great theater. Um, I think a, a good way if you're talking about trying to create meetings with agents and managers, uh, this is a good time at this point if there are agents and managers that you have relationships with at all that you've, uh, that you've met or that you um, know socially or, or any of these kind of things. Now is a great time to reach out to them and say, I just did this, this thing. I'm doing this thing right now. Um, and I'm really proud of it. And if you have any footage that you want to send or any of those kind of things, now is the time. Now, I'm assuming you already know that that's what you should be doing. And I think a great way to turn um, this show into meetings is it's twofold beyond what I just said. The first thing is to really dig deep and investigate who is doing this show with you. Um, and talk to these people before you're done. Who in your show has agents and managers um, that you could talk to them about? Like, do you think they have room in their roster for someone like you? Um, and if so, is anyone willing to stick out their neck for you and put you in contact with somebody? Um, it's also a time to figure out not just like who the actors are that you're working with, but who in who are, was your director, who are your any of the production staff, anyone that you've been working with. Um, Sit down and, like, take them to coffee, have lunch with them, hang out with them, do something where you can talk to them about what you want, what your goals are, who you wish you knew in the city. Because you just never know who these people, regional theaters are so well connected a lot of the time, you just never know who they might know, who they might have worked with, any of these things. Um, because then these people can put you in direct contact with somebody else just you got to not be afraid to ask for what you want. Um, and if it's that you really want to meet an agent or a manager to, to help you, now is the time, if you're, if you're working with great people, to, to say, this is what I need, this is what I'd like, how can I serve you, what can I do for you, and P.S., is there any way that you can help me with this thing? Um, another truth is, once you get back to the city, uh, if you decide that you want to meet people and you're doing pay-for-play, having this great credit right now on your resume that you just did is always going to be a great conversation starter. You know, I don't highly, I'm not a huge fan of thinking you need to pay to meet at, like Actors Launchpad and Actors Connection and one-on-one, um, -on -one. you know, you can meet with agents and managers and CDs and associates. And, and so you can either meet with people who are in casting or people who are in the kind of manager agent side. And I tell a lot of people, don't waste your money on the agent manager side yet until you feel like you really have a meaty resume, until you feel like you have something inherently unique to offer them, because it's, it's probably going to be more beneficial at certain stages of the game to meet people in casting who are going to get you in the doors to help bulk up your resume. So that then when you meet agents and managers, it's, uh, it's, it's better. Um, but if you have this great credit that you're super, super proud of and you feel like your resume is bulking up and um, you feel like it would be easier to talk about people that you've met now and, and your experiences in these regional theaters, um, maybe your confidence and your resume are going to be matching and will be a lot more beneficial when you meet with strategic meetings of agents and managers. We all know how I feel. I wish I could like have my class reiterate back to me. Um, how do we feel about pay for play? It's only good when it's strategic, right? This is very important. So, you know, thinking about who, um, you've worked with recently in regional theaters, especially at St. Louis rep and like, who are agents and managers who have sent their clients to those places and, and maybe meeting with them. Um, oh, <laughs> yes, smiley face. Um, so I hope that's helpful, Zach. Let me know if it was or if it wasn't or if you have any follow-up questions. I'd love to um, keep talking about this. Also, Ben wrote me and said that his screenplay is being read on Friday night at an event for Dark Matters Productions. Way to go, Ben. That's incredible. I love when people take their own initiative, and if they know they're a writer, they start writing, and they have people read it. Because the only way, if you're a writer, that you can tell if your writing is working is if you have people other than the people in your brain read it out loud. So way to go, Ben. I'm so proud of you. I wish that that was a question. If it is, the question is, that's amazing. I'm so excited for you. Um, oh, good, Zach. I'm so glad that was helpful. You're tremendous. I'm so proud of you. Way to crush it right now and 
I'm sure you're doing great in the play. I, I only wish I could fly to St. Louis and see it. Um, so if anyone has any other questions, I have about 20 minutes left. If not, um, Zach is going to probably encourage me to have another dance party. And I'm not putting Paul Simon back on, but I will put something else on. So somebody send me a question. Thank you. Um, let's see. Oh, hey, Rory. Um, so... We talked about pay for play. We've talked about how to present yourself in your best foot forward way and how to take care of doing that maybe without a whole lot of cash. Um, we talked about who to strategic dance. You want me to dance it out? Okay, I'll dance it out. What do we want to dance to, friends? Oh, oh, oh. Yes. How about this? Have you guys been listening to the new Ed Sheeran? Because it's pretty great. I'm going to dance till I get another question. What's happening? I'm going to drink this. I love Ed Sheeran. No, nobody's going to give me a question. Yes. Yes. Are you dancing, Zach? It's happening. My my mother, who watches Office Hours re religiously, was like, you should think about how long it is, because think about your TED Talk. And I was like, I tell people I'm going to be here from 6 to 7. Sometimes people join me at 6.45 and they have a question, so I'm going to dance. This hair, these bangs, there they are. If nobody has questions, then you're just going to listen to this music. Let's see if I have any more. Let's check my Twitter. So I'm going to stop your dance party, Zach. I'm so sorry. But it's a good song, right? Ed Sheeran, Castle on the Hill. It's a great song. Um, so I do want to talk about something that I'm going to go do for the first time that I'm really thrilled about. I'm going to be in Memphis in a week at Updas. Um, for those of you who don't know what Updas are, it is a big, huge audition. I'm literally going to be watching like a thousand auditions in three days crazy sauce um it's taking place in memphis it is a big kind of like unified audition it's like netcs or setcs um that i'm thrilled to be taking part in and i will be representing celebrity cruises as you all know i am the new york and toronto coordinator for all of the celebrity ships um and so i'm going to be in memphis watching out for musical theater talent um, for cruise ships. So I did want to talk about cruises a little bit um, since, you know, I, I work for them. Um, I just wanted to chat. Someone that I work with who I admire dearly wrote an incredible post about why um, cruising is great. Um, and I wanted to encourage people. I think cruising traditionally has had some sort of like negative stigmas, especially in New York City, uh, for performers, because they think it's just kind of like step, touch, step, touch, sing the Sondheim, turn away, um, which I get, because when I went on cruises, my family is big into cruising because my parents, well, my father doesn't like to fly, um, and so when I went on cruises when I was a kid, that's kind of exactly what it was. It was like flowy dresses, step touching, um, and not so great. But I got to tell you that things are changing a lot in the cruise entertainment industry. Um, and the ships are beautiful. The itineraries are pretty stellar. Um, you know, a lot of times ships are in the Mediterranean. So you're like being paid money to sing these huge, huge songs, sometimes shows, sometimes full Broadway shows, shortened Broadway shows. Um, but you're like in Greece, or you're in Rome, um, or you're in Australia, all sorts of incredible places, the Caribbean, um, places where people want to go on vacation. 
Okay. Um, and you're making a lot of money with very limited expenses. And I just wanted to like take a beat. I know it's partially selfish because I work for celebrity and, and I just adore them and I adore the company that I work for. But I will say I've been working now for them for a couple years and the talent that we put on ships um, is just, just incredible. And people who go have brilliant, brilliant experiences. They meet wonderful people. They see the world. They are only gone for six months um, or longer. Lots of people want to keep staying and keep going on these, on these experiences. Um, and it's just such a shame, in my opinion, that so many people think that it's not going to be, you know, hard work or it's not going to be interesting work or it's not Broadway so I don't want to do it. Um, I just can't tell you how beneficial a lot of the people that we um, cast on these experiences, these contracts, um, are people who need to learn how to do eight show weeks and a huge part of a lot of time why people don't get cast in, in shows in New York is because there's just kind of no proof on a resume that they know how to do an eight show week, that they know how to continue to do the same material over and over again, um, to the best of their ability to yes, Rory. Yes, you did. And wasn't it incredible? I am sure you had an incredible experience. I forgot you did the QE too, right? Weren't you on one of them? I think you were, or I, I think you were on the QE too. Um, or the Queen Mary. Mm, I don't remember, but it was a fancy ship that you did. I remember that. Um, but here's the thing that I just want to encourage people, and I'm not saying you have to do a cruise, but this year, when we know how important the arts are, yeah, I knew it, I knew it, Rory, um, when we know how important the arts are and we know how um, some opportunities, unfortunately, might disappear, there might be fewer opportunities, I think people need to open their minds this year to different kind of artistic possibilities um, and just go for it. Th I mean, go for it. If you see an audition for something, I can tell you right now, the choreography for our dance audition at Celebrity is hard work. It's not simple. It starts with technique, an across-the-floor technique, and a cut. Then we do all sorts of um, all sorts of different types of choreography. We do, you know, contemporary. We do lyrical choreography. We do uh, like musical theater, jazz. We do all sorts of things. It's no joke. It's just no joke. Um, and we make our vocalists do do similar choreography, difficult stuff, because our shows are meaty and interesting and different. And I think people are afraid to try new things. And it doesn't have to be cruising. It can be if you're someone who says they don't even want to go take a regional job or they don't want to do a tour. Why not? This year, any opportunity to be artistic and get paid for it, you should go for it. Because any time where you can learn something, where you can have an opportunity to experience the world or our country in a new and interesting way, you should go for it. It's important. Um, and you just never know what's going to happen. I can't tell you the number of people who go on cruise ships and meet the love of their lives. It happens all the time. People get married from them all the time. And I think part of that is because they're like in Greece and it's warm and it's romantic. And But like, why not? Um, so I encourage you to try something different. If you see an audition, uh, you're, you know, you're going, you're on Actors Access and you're submitting yourself for things and you see something that you might not normally submit yourself for, do it. Try it. Why not? Um, if you see an audition that you that has an open call and you're like, oh, that's not really something that I want to do. Why not audition? First of all, you don't all, you don't have to take the job if it's offered to you, but you might want to and it might be thrilling and screw what anybody else has to say about it. That's one of the most fascinating things to me is how many people are they don't want to try something. They don't want to try something new because they're afraid other people might judge it. And I just want to take a beat and really remind you that it doesn't matter what anybody else says about your career, truly, until it's your, your agent. And then, then since they have, you know, a stake in your career in a real way, um, maybe you want to take their opinion into account. But other than that, you do you and, and find, find the world, go explore the world, go explore this country, go, go to regional auditions, go to national tour auditions, go to cruise auditions. Um, it's, it just might be incredible. It might change your life. So I just kind of wanted to, to put my little, my little button in there about how different experiences are really good for people. And, and 
so many times I talk to actors who are like, oh, I just don't think I want to take a cruise ship. And I'm like, okay, well, do you honestly believe that you're at a place where you're going to book a Broadway show in the next six months? And if you can look at me straight in the eye and say yes, because you've done the work, you've made the connections, you are, you've been consistently getting appointments for things, um, there's a show that is super right for you and you're so specific for it, um, then don't leave. Don't leave the city. But if you don't think that's going to happen for you in the next six months, do you want to wait tables for six months? Or do you want to go on a Mediterranean cruise and sing power ballads and baller costumes and meet lots of incredible people? It's just kind of a way to, to think about it and to, to think about things, that, different ways that you can be a performer. Um, so I haven't gotten any more questions. It's 6.52. I have eight more minutes that I can hang out or I might just say goodbye a little bit early. Um, it feels like people are doing other things today and I'm so excited about that. I hope you're out making great plans and calling your senators and sharing time with people that you love. Oh, and free food. You're right, Rory. I totally forgot. That's another great perk of going on a cruise. It doesn't happen when you're on tour or at a regional theater, but free food, delicious free food and a gym membership. Cause there's a free gym on the ship think about that um so there's that but i i think i am going to sign off a little bit early because i feel like we haven't had a whole lot of engagement today which is totally fine though we did have two dance parties to paul simon and ed sheeran which i know i appreciated um i hope you all are doing great i believe in all of you and i trust that you all are doing the work and spending time on yourselves right now and making sure that you are set and that you are happy to the best of your abilities. We've got to take care of each other. We've got to take care of our community. We've got to do everything we can to preserve the arts. And I know you're all doing that and fighting for it. So I'm here. If you need any support, if you need anything from me, you can always find me on this Facebook page, which is the, okay, which is the, um, Kate Lumpkin page. Um, and you can, of course, Come find any more information about me and the work that I do at kate-lumpkin.com. Um, you can like this page. You can like Office Hours. You can friend me on Facebook. If we're not friends on Facebook, I would love to meet with you. Please feel free to reach out. Send me an email at katelumpkincasting at gmail.com. If you happen to be at Updes um, or if you're going to be at Updes, please let me know. I'd love to get to know who's going to be there. I can't wait to meet some of you guys. And I just hope that you have a tremendous week. I think I will be back for Office Hours next Sunday. Um, if you have any questions before then, please feel free to shoot them my way. And I hope that you have just the most wonderful week.